The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Herod was the one who had John the Baptist arrested and bound in prison on account of Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip, whom he had married. John had said to Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Herodias harbored a grudge against him and wanted to kill him, but was unable to do so. Herod feared John, knowing him to be a righteous and holy man, and kept him in custody. When he heard him speak, he was very much perplexed, yet he liked to listen to him. She had an opportunity one day when Herod, on his birthday, gave a banquet for his courtiers, his military officers, and the leading men of Galilee. Herodias' own daughter came in and performed a dance that delighted Herod and his guests. The king said to the girl, Ask of me whatever you wish, and I will grant it to you. He even swore many things to her. I will grant you whatever you ask of me, even to half of my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, What shall I ask for? She replied, The head of John the Baptist. The girl hurried back to the king's presence and made her request. I want you to give me at once, on a platter, the head of John the Baptist. The king was deeply distressed, but because of his oaths and the guests, he did not wish to break his word to her. So he promptly dispatched an executioner with orders to bring back his head. He went off and beheaded him in the prison. He brought in the head on a platter and gave it to the girl. The girl, in turn, gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard about it, they came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. The Gospel of the Lord. This gospel is not one to quickly glance over. There's, there's so many layers to, to dive into. The reality that Herod, who is uh, not really a great guy, acknowledges the righteousness that is in John. He sees it. He knows it. He can identify. He says, I know this man to be good. Well, who else had that, that struggle? Pilate with Jesus, and yet their fear trapped them from doing the right thing, uh, allowing them to, to live. They also allowed the, the whims of others to push them, to uh, really, I would argue, um, de- deceive them even. Because Pilate wanted to do everything in his power to free Jesus. He kept asking him, kept trying to seek out ways to do it. He says, finally, let me give you the worst option ever. Hopefully they'll pick you instead. And that did not go so well. In the same sense here, Herod is infused with this delight uh, over his new wife's daughter, which is its own weirdness. Um, And yet it's like, I'll give you whatever you want. And now this girl all of a sudden gets wrapped into this hideous crime. Mom, what should I get? His head? Oh, okay, you don't want like some gold or jewels. I want his head. Like, just imagine that evil, right? And that's being condoned onto a child. So again, layers upon layers upon layers. But if we focus on John the Baptist, we focus on the fact that we celebrate today his passion. So we celebrate his death. We celebrate one who dared to live the truth and dared to live the truth in such a way that it would cost his very life without fear, without repercussions, 
because he loved the Lord, loved Jesus, and loved to ensure that others knew of him. I mean, how many other times do we see in scriptures and are reminded that John, who was preaching and proclaiming this kingdom of heaven, this, this uh, like reconciliation, said, actually, there's someone who's even better than me coming. And I'm not even, I'm not even worthy to like tie his shoe up. So we celebrate today those who have been bold to speak the truth even in the face of adversity. We celebrate those who have had the courage to go out and you know, face a certain martyrdom and death because of their love for God. And in a sense, yes, we all will have a certain martyrdom uh, when we have to proclaim this truth because we're going to go to our families, we're going to go to our friends, we're going to go to the strangers, and we're going to tell them the reality, like, this is what right looks like. This is what goodness and righteousness is. And what that is that over there you're doing is not it. And I tell you this not to condemn you. I tell you this not to make you feel bad or shame you or embarrass you. I tell you this because I love you. And I want your soul to be in heaven. The other part of John the Baptist in this martyrdom is that we realize Jesus never promises us safety. It's weird because when we hear about this, like, man, God, you're such a good, loving God. Like, why do you allow these evils to happen? Why did you allow your own cousin to be beheaded? Because we're told over and over again to pick up our crosses. We're told over and over again to unite ourselves to the crucified Jesus. Yes, the resurrection is a reality, and yes, the salvation has been given to us, which is beautiful, but that doesn't mean I can go do whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want. It still means that I will face difficulty. And when I do that, it's because I know others faced it as well. If Jesus can't be spared, if John the Baptist can't be spared, then why should I be spared? That doesn't make any sense. So I don't, but I don't go through my life with gloom and doom either. I'm like, oh man, everything's just gonna suck today. Like, no, because we do have the, the vision of the resurrection. We have the hope for salvation. We have the hope of something beyond these moments. But for us, it's a reminder that to speak love and to speak truth and to speak it with passion will cost us. Okay, let it cost me. Because I know what's greater out there. I know what's greater ahead. Jesus doesn't promise us beautiful, simple, easy days. He promises us a reward. He promises us salvation. But we have to go through some really tough stuff to get there. And so we rejoice again in those that have already done it. We rejoice in all those who have lived the faith boldly and passionately, who have spoken the truth, who have faced martyrdom, because they know it is what is good. And for us, really, it's, it's one simple request today, that we can have a heart like John the Baptist, a heart for passion, a heart for those who need to be spoken the truth from a place of love. Because if we don't speak it from a place of love, it's not going to go so well. But we can speak the truth firmly uh, and directly 
and let a person know that they're still loved. Um, so we ask for that heart from John today uh, to give us tongues of fire uh, to speak the truth that needs to be spoken.